Monday, Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. Brian Middleton in the building on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz rocking until 7 p.m. No Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp Baseball tonight. They are en route, hopefully, potentially. I know they were going at some point today, but they are en route to Durham, North Carolina to take on the Durham Bulls, so that'll come back up tomorrow. Uh, Earlier start for the Shrimp in Durham for some reason. I don't know why, um, and I'm not going to speculate other than they want to start their games at 635 up in Durham. We want to start them here at 705. Nonetheless, whatever. So uh, coverage for the Shrimp all this weekday games will start at 620 starting tomorrow. We'll rock with you for just a couple minutes before those after Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Busy weekend. Um, I am happy to report if you didn't catch the beginning of the show today at 3. We never mentioned it again, but I know Brian Middleton has been wondering. He texted me Saturday night. We did indeed get into UFC. Uh, We picked up our credentials. They let us in. And best part, we got to park. How about it? We all went the wrong way trying to park. We all had to make the same U-turn about three minutes apart from each other. Like you guys were close? You were like in media parking? Oh, we were in media parking. Okay. We weren't close. See, right, you know, see now that's take a, the wins where you can get them. You know, you know, some places the media parking is close. Uh, some it's not. And no, don't get me wrong. We weren't walking from like, you know, the Florida Theater or anything. Like it wasn't the world's longest walk. Um, But, you know, we had to walk a little bit, uh, but that's okay. I will tell you, though, the media parking situation uh, was pretty funny because they told us lot X, right? So, like I said, we all missed the turn. We all had to make a U-turn. And so I find what I think is lot X, and there's a cop directing traffic, so I'm just like, hey, is this lot X? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, so media parking. He's like, I have no idea. I was like, okay, I'll pull in. So I pull up to this person, the parking person. They said, just keep going. I said, okay. And then I kept going to the next person. He said, yeah, just follow the other guy. I said, okay. And then he parked, like he told me which spot to park in. So I parked and I was like, lot X. He's like, lot X. I was like, media. He's like, media, like with a question mark. I was like, I was like, okay, yeah. So uh, we all parked in this lot, but we never actually presented any media information and or money. But all three of our cars were there when, when it was over, so. I mean, you guys looked official, though, man. Yeah, we did. You know so, what I mean? Brent had, like, a tripod. I had a backpack. You know what I mean? You know? Someone probably had a light. Something that you could add a light to. Yeah, he had the big camera bag. Yeah. Uh, and then nobody's going to tell Austin not to park anywhere. You know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, yeah, so we got in, and it was um, uh, an exciting night, UFC 273. So, um, a little, some surprising outcomes, uh, some not so surprising with Alexander Volkanovsky. Uh, me and Austin caught up with him. Check out on that. On the YouTube, if you haven't seen it yet, we played it on Friday, but it is indeed on the YouTube. So Now, Casey, this was the guy, I thought I saw it on Twitter, that taught his opponent the submission hold? Is, or am I getting it mixed up? No, I think you're, I, I believe you're right. Okay. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter, and I was like, okay, that's different. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, okay. so here's a, a, a many takeaways from UFC, but I'll keep it a bit brief here in Jacksonville. So Alexander Volkanovsky, the guy that... Uh, retained his belt, has not lost since I was... Get this, Brian Milton. He hasn't lost a fight since I was 15. I'm 24. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So uh, he, he kept that streak going on Saturday night at Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena and very underrated in terms of, like, the greatest of all time. But you just heard what I said. He's never lost in the UFC. His loss... MMA is weird, and Austin can explain this better if anybody ever wants to know, but, like, your record always follows you. So, like... Volkanovski lost before he was a member of the UFC. He was in a different um, MMA, like, for lack of a better term, league. 
and he lost there. So that loss follows him, like, his whole entire life. So same with Austin. Like, if Austin goes to the UFC again, all of these wins that he's picked up, the knockouts and everything, will follow him. So it's kind of a weird thing. Like, your record is always your record. It does not restart. In baseball, if you get traded, like, they do tell you your overall average, but then they keep track of what you've done since you got called, uh, since you got traded or something like that. So the record always follows you. But to that point, this, this guy's been incredible and severely underrated, but uh, there's no other way to put it. He was dominating the Korean zombie uh, the other night, and zombie was more or less out of it. Um, me and Austin, this is real serious uh, thing here. We considered getting up and walking away because zombie had no business still being in the fight. He That's his whole career. He's made a career off not going down easy, not being knocked out. That's why they call him the zombie. But he could not stand up, and they let him go back out there for the fourth round. And I'll, I'll probably remember this, like, the rest of the time when I think of Alexander Volkanovsky. He's, they're walking up to meet each other for the start of the fourth round, and, like, we had, we had such a good view of this. And he mouthed to him, like, are you good? And you can't, I couldn't see what Zombie said because we're on the other side so we could see Alex. And he had this look on his face like, I really do not want to punch you in the face. But they kept going. Punched him in the face a couple more times. But I have to punch you in the face. That's what but like, he didn't want. Like you could tell, he was like, for. he was like, I do not want to do this. But okay, uh, he he hit him a couple more times. Herb Dean called a stop to it, and that was that. So that's pretty much an outstanding memory I have from UFC. Um, he went over and greeted the crowd after. It was it was a good night for Jacksonville. Um, not gonna lie to you though, Brent mentioned it at the top, or Austin did. I mean, where are the Jags at? Like. So the, the way it works with UFC, if you're unfamiliar, uh, they show, like, who's famous up on the board, right? Okay. So they were showing all kinds of people. Tony Khan, uh, Jim Ross, you know, was up there. Uh, TJ Dillashaw was there, another UFC fighter. Uh, Ronda Sanis was there. Um, so they were putting all these people up on the board. Never saw any Jags. So then me and Austin made a decision to scour the crowd and find the Jags. Wow, okay. Couldn't find them. Guess who we did find? Who'd you find? Max Crosby, otherwise known as Las Vegas Raider pass rusher. And that was, that's random. My man came all the way from Vegas. Okay. And where are the Jags? Like, we couldn't just come downtown. Like, it's so weird to me. Like, I'm to not. To be fair. Not to cut you off, but to cut you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Max Crosby, an amazing season. Yeah. Team went to the playoffs. Uh, you know, Jags, I don't know if I want to see you at any local event. And, you know, it's your right if you want to go it, it to, the, feels to the MMA, to the UFC, uh, whatever number it was right there to watch. 273. 273 to watch, uh, you know, an amazing fighter, a couple of amazing bouts. But honestly, be in the study book. Watch That's the plays. Fair. I need you at the training facility. I need you getting uh, treatment right now. Yeah, you that, know? that is actually a decent call. But like, so I like that. In terms of like people that watch UFC every week like I usually do. Okay. Whatever city they're in, I mean, they're in Vegas a lot, right? So you're seeing guys a lot. But they've been in other, other you know, cities. Houston is a frequent spot. Uh, Ohio recently. We've seen Baker Mayfield. Like, we've seen guys from the team, and the Jags are like, nah, we're not participating. I have a hard time believing not one person on the Jags that's in town right now is a fight fan. I was about to say, maybe they just don't. Like, that's so unlikely, though. I, like, feel, I feel like I saw on uh, IG that Trevor was celebrating his one-year anniversary. I don't know why. I feel like I saw that on my timeline, 
And I felt like I was a part of the family for a second. And I realized oh, he had, yeah. like, 8 million followers that are also the same thing. So. Yeah, well, we're all part of the family, all 8 million of us. But, like, okay, so you got something going on, I'm with it. But, like, not one person was, like, available? I don't know, man. Like, nobody probably cares, but me and Austin were like, you know, isn't that kind of a bad look? Is it? I don't know. I'd be a nitpicky on that one. Are we? But I like yeah. your point that you should be in the book, like, studying. But here's the thing, man. It's, like, 11, 30, 12 at night. Burn the midnight oil. All right. I'm not mad at it. Listen, when you win three games, I'm absolutely not mad at it if that's your problem. We had to put the business in the street like that. You we already put it in the street once today. I'm just doubling down on putting it in the street. disrespect the team like that. Listen, I call it as I see it, man. That's what they pay me to do. I call it as I see it. By the way, Brent Martineau, uh, listen, got to call it as I see it. Brent left early. That's been well documented. Uh, he did stay for probably what will be the fight of the year, uh, but he left before the title fights. Tell you what he missed out on, Brian Middleton. Me and Austin Lane were on the way out after the fights. We swing by the press conference room where, like, the food and stuff was. Okay. I was like, I'm going to just grab a drink. Austin's like, uh, he wasn't going to come in. But he co- he comes in, you know, grab a drink. And we found boxes and boxes mm-hmm. and boxes and boxes. Of what? Wingstop. Get out of here. Oh, yeah, for the media. Wait, oh, they yeah. brought it in they for you guys. They brought it in for the media. And oh, at night when you guys were leaving? Yeah, man. They served a meal at 1 a.m. because that's how late we were there. We didn't leave till like 2 something. Okay. Okay, Dana. You know? Oh, actually, Mr. White. Mr. White, can Mr. I get my credentials? <laughs> when are you coming back to Jacksonville, Mr. White? Yes, yeah. sir, Mr. White. So we walk in there. We look at each other. We made a business decision. And we grabbed a couple of, couple of boxes because, like I mentioned five times, they had boxes. Of this stuff. So wow. grab myself a sweet tea, grab some boxes, maybe a little uh, sauce to go with it, headed out to the parking lot, which, again, was not the closest. But got to experience the walk with the people, hearing what they thought of the fights. Uh, and I will tell you this, everywhere you go with Austin Lane, somebody is hollering at him. He was there for .2 seconds. Somebody comes up, hey, trade. I'm like, oh, yeah. So local Celebrity. Austin Lane is a star. You, t- you he heard is. me in the break before the show, man. No, he is a star. Austin Lane on the morning show. He's uh, WAP, I'm hearing him when I'm coming in. Then, you know, he's also uh, on Action Sports Jacks Prime on Sunday night when I came into my shift on TV. Yeah. I come in uh, for this show. He's on ESPN 690. Yeah, he's, he's take- out here heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, he's taking over the media landscape as well as... Hitch my wagon to the, yeah, I'm t- <laughs> I got to be a parasite about this. I'm, I'm sorry. To tell you. you do what you got to do, man. You got to be around for the big moments. There's his uh, cardboard cutout right there looking right at me. It's getting creepy now that I'm staring at it. All right, we got to hit this break. When we come back, we got NBA playoffs to talk about. We got a whole bunch of stuff. Brian Middleton has a new segment we're going to do that is something that I'm definitely into. I have no idea what it entails, but it sounds pretty serious, so I'm in for that. NBA playoff talk on the other side. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690 on a Monday. You sure? I wasn't for a second, but now I'm pretty confident that it is a Monday because I was off the last two days. So I know that this is a Monday. I do know this is overtime, and I'm 100% sure this is ESPN 690. Those three things I do know. Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz rocking with you as well. All right, Brian Middleton, here's the thing. Nobody, I mean nobody, Maybe Austin Lane. And apparently the Austin Lane talk continues on overtime. But there are very few, if any, people 
that talk into a microphone in this city, in any medium, that can talk basketball better than you, Brian Milton. I believe that to be true. Set them up for disappointment, Casey. That's what I like. What I do. That's what I like about you. Overpromise, underdeliver. Every okay? day. Every huh? day. That's what I do. I I talk a big game. Sometimes we get it done. <laughs> sometimes we don't. But today we're gonna get it done with the NBA conversation. We got playing games tonight. One of them, Brian Middleton. I do not usually have the NBA as appointment TV. I like the games that are on tonight. One more than the other. But I still like them both. But let's start uh, with the Lakers. Frank Vogel. Hang on. You just, you can't help it. You can't help it. Hang on. Look, okay, people, before we Hang go on. any further, let me tell you how this is going to go. Hang on. He teased play in he did. for the last block. Yeah, he we did. had three minutes of commercial. Yeah. We had a promo that was 18 seconds. Yeah. I played some, two bo- um, some Tupac for the bed when we came back. And now... He goes into the play-in, yeah. eases in, and now he's talking Lakers. And where we're going to end up is LeBron hate. Now, watch <laughs> what I say. I'm a soothsayer when it comes to Casey Curt and the Lakers. All right, so let's talk about Frank Vogel, though. I'm with you. Okay, here's my question. Uh-huh. I think it was wrong Frank Vogel got fired. Am I wrong? Or uh, was it wrong that he got fired? I don't blame Frank Vogel for the ultimate dysfunction of the team. Right. I don't either. Uh, I think that this is one of the only moves that the team can do other than I also agree with that. Start firing themselves in the front office. Right. Um, and just like trying to cut players and things of that nature that you, you definitely don't want to do that uh, with the size contracts that they have. So was it wrong morally? Was it wrong in the sense that this is going to change things for the Lakers path for next season if this is the one major move that they do? then, yeah, I don't agree with it. But it's the only thing they can do, one of the few things they can do. So yeah, like what's going to happen. You knew it was coming. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if they run out there, LeBron, Russ, and AD, potentially, they're going to lose still next year. It doesn't matter who the coach is. So that's that's my kind of take on it. It kind of stinks for Frank Vogel. But what what kind of world we live, live in? You win a championship, sort of. I mean, Mickey Mouse and all. But uh, in the last three years, and you're folks. already fired. Listen, Frank Vogel's gotten a raw deal. So uh, before ESPN 690 came about, um, and I was doing traffic for WOKV. 104.5. Yeah, I was actually doing uh, Sports Center updates for our ESPN affiliate in Orlando. ESPN, I believe it's 580. And Frank Vogel at the time was the coach for like the first six oh, months yeah, that yeah, I was yeah. doing it. Mm-hmm. He got a raw deal down there. I mean, Orlando's still terrible as a team, yeah. um, and they weren't really good then as well. I think Frank Vogel is a good coach that's gotten some raw situations. Yeah. Um, Indiana was good until, you know, Paul George got hurt, and then Danny Granger, he kind of fell Danny off his Granger. Then he yep. went to Orlando. That was a rebuild that uh, was a rebuild on top of a rebuild on top of a rebuild, and I was like, he's just not getting – uh, the kind of opportunity that, you know, a good coach normally gets. Someone like Doc Rivers goes from the Clippers to Philly. Uh, Frank Vogel goes from Indiana to Orlando. So when he landed in L.A., even though I know that LeBron wanted um, Ty Lue, which I think probably would have been a better hire, um, I liked it for Frank Vogel because of his past and just following him from Indiana and then so closely with Orlando I was just like, he's finally got an opportunity, and he delivered. Granted, he had a healthy AD uh, and LeBron, yeah. and they had a three-month or a two-month you know, rest period 
from when they started back up in the middle of the season and it was all in the bubble. There were certain circumstances that are different than a normal season for that championship. Mm -hmm. But then he proved that he could coach an NBA team to a championship. And I was happy for him. But when I look at this past season, I don't think that Frank Vogel had much to say about how the team was constructed. I'm going to be real with you. I think that there was people in the front office from Rob Palenka and others, uh, Jeannie Buss. I think that LeBron had a lot to do with it. And you know he's my GOAT, but I think he had a lot to do with the construction of the team. And they were just like, yo, you don't get to pick the ingredients. You need to make this happen. Right. And as a coach, that's a part of the responsibilities, in my opinion. But if you don't get to have as much of a say in your personnel, how much blame can I put on you? I can put a certain amount, but I can't put 50%. I can't put the whole thing on you because – the construction of the team on top of the injuries. I mean, he was behind the eight ball basically from the first month. The person that I put this on, and I've been steadfast, is not Russell Westbrook, is Anthony Davis. Yep. He's not held up his end of the bargain. And because Anthony Davis has not held up his end of the bargain, and then I'll give it uh, over to you, Casey. Yep. Uh, Frank Vogel is, uh, you know, he's lost his job. Russell Westbrook is going to get sent out of there. And I know Russ, he's turnover king. And LeBron basically wasted a great season. And I, I put it squarely, A1 is Anthony Davis. I like that. I like the Anthony Davis play. Um, agree with everything you said. And one thing we do know, Brian Middleton, as we get back on track that you want to talk about on overtime right here on ESPN 690, is the Lakers will not be in the play-in. They done. It's over. LeBron had a press conference. He was very upset. He was sad. Uh I'm going to do this one time, Brian Milton. I'm going to let you know LeBron had a great year as a player. That's the only time I'll say it. Um, I really have nothing against LeBron. What? Le- you say that one more time? Let me get this recorded on. Hold on. Let me no, no. get this you in our You got to go back on the podcast, man. It's going to, you know, it's going to be the hour on the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, look, they got to figure some stuff out in L.A. But the point of the story is they done. It's over. The lockers are cleared out. And there's only one real L.A. team left. And they play tonight. Play-in games on the Eastern Conference side, the first game of the night. We got the Brooklyn Nets against a team that I can imagine nobody predicted to make the playoffs, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Why, Brian Middleton, am I so intrigued by this? Like, this is a game that I really want to watch, and I can't really figure out why. But, I mean, am I the only one? Are you are you in on this? From the Nets and, and the Cavs, well, yeah, yeah I think you, you want to be intrigued for a couple of reasons. For as much as the Lakers have been a disappointment, I think the Nets have been just as much as of a disappointment because of the preseason thought that we were going to have this amazing dream matchup between the Lakers and their stars and Brooklyn and their stars with KD, Kyrie, and at the time, James Harden. And so things happen um, with Kyrie. We know um, his, uh, his back-and-forth push with you know, the vaccination shot and then playing in New York. And that just being lifted, what, maybe a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Um, but just, you sh- I am intrigued by Brooklyn just because of the talent. I would argue that they should probably be the second favorite to come out of the East. Even still. Even still. Okay. And, and the Heat's my team, and the, and the Heat's not number one. Uh, I'm trying to look at this objectively. I'm always going to go, if there's a champion there that's pretty healthy, I'm usually going to go with, okay, it, someone has to beat the champion until... And until that happens, I'm going to say that they're the favorite unless it's just such a, a, a big gap between 
whoever's number one, whoever's the favorite in the in the defending champion, right? But right now, Milwaukee's looking good. Um, Giannis, you know, my MVP, uh, is looking great. Yeah. You said it yourself. He still has his two best players next to him. So he I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Milwaukee, you know, that edge on Brooklyn. But when you have Kevin Durant and you have Kyrie Irving, you know, maybe they can figure out the defensive end of things. But when you just have those two on your team, you have more than a puncher's chance. You can literally beat anybody in a seven-game series, in my opinion. You can win four out of seven if you have those two guys on your team. So, uh, yeah, I think that's intriguing. And then with Cleveland, I think it would be a bit more intriguing. Um, you I know, love Cleveland, man. Yeah, with their young stars. And even with, you know, the old head of, uh, you know, Kevin Love. He's still out there, man. Hey, still out there getting a check. Still number zero, which I'm, makes me mad. And I'm not mad at that. But I, I am. I think with uh, Jared Allen being out or, you know, being injured right now with the Cavs, yeah. I think that puts a damper on their outlook. Doesn't mean that they can't win a play-in game. You know, if this mm. was an actual series, I'd be like, well, you know, go ahead and write Brooklyn in. But because this is a playing game, it's basically March Madness, April Madness, like anything goes. So um, I would lean towards Brooklyn. Yeah. But, you know, if Cleveland wins this, I, yeah. we can talk about this tomorrow, what happens in Brooklyn. But I'm going to lean towards Brooklyn. What about you? Yeah, um, uh, I think that's obviously a, a fair take to make with Brooklyn obviously being the favorite. By the way, Brooklyn minus 410 to win the game, uh, plus 315 on the Cavs, which interests me because here's the thing about the Cavs. 22 win improvement from last season, second biggest jump season to season in franchise history. That's a big deal. And look, Cleveland, I like the players on their roster. Like Evan Mobley was a huge success in the draft that you get. Obviously, Darius Garland has been incredible all year. Karis LeVert. He's been on, like, three teams this year. Yeah. I feel like Karis LeVert is good. Like, yeah. he's a he's a quality, quality player. So, uh, Isaac Okoro is another guy I like. Doesn't score the basketball a lot, but plays some defense. And then, to your point, Kevin Love, you got the veteran um, on your team to kind of hold everything together. I got nothing against Kevin Durant. I, I actually kind of like Kevin Durant. Sounds like you're about to tell me everything you got against Kevin Durant. No, nah, no, nah, not this time. I do like Kevin Durant. Okay. Um, I... I I was mad when he went to the Warriors, but not, like, a diehard mad because I'm not an OKC fan um, or anything like that. But I just didn't like it. But I got nothing against KD. Uh, you know, Kyrie, I think, is interesting. I got I really got nothing against Kyrie either, to be honest with you. So I, I think Jer not having Jared Allen, he is questionable, by the way. He's not officially out. Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's a game-time decision, I think. So it doesn't, they haven't ruled him out, not that I'm seeing here in front of me. But with or without Jared Allen, tell me if you agree here, because of what you're paying Kyrie, what you're paying KD, I think Cleveland is so much deeper. So obviously KD's going to be incredible, Kyrie's going to be incredible, but Cleveland has so many options, I think, to score the basketball. If they can get a couple of these guys going, they might be able to pull this thing out. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, can they win one game um, and just uh... – just to follow up, yeah, he is. Uh, Jared Allen is out. Oh, he is for the for this tournament game. I'm looking at this tweet from I can never say his name, but uh, he's official. Uh, still rehabbing that fractured finger, so yeah, he won't be in there for that game. But yeah, Cleveland may be deeper to a person, but in a one game series, if I got the two best players, I got the three best players, and I'm just saying KD twice. Uh, I got to be real with you. They can, they. If they lose this game, they're going to have to blow up the stuff at, at Brooklyn. I don't care what Ben Simmons does when he comes back because this is just not working. 
So um, it sounds good, but I, I don't agree with that at all. I think that this is uh, this is Brooklyn's to lose. This is the, and they're at home, I believe. So yeah, there's there's no reason why it's, Brooklyn shouldn't take this. It's definitely Brooklyn's to lose, but they, they could very well lose it, in my opinion. So I'm going to be locked into that. I have to see it. By the way, uh, let's move on to that second one real quick before we hit the break. Got the Clippers. You got the Timberwolves close in the odds. Uh, Minnesota minus one fifty, the favorite. Uh, also at home, Clippers will be plus 130. The spread is three. Um, Anthony Edwards obviously is incredible. Cat, you know, you, you pretty much know what you're rocking with with the Timberwolves. When you look at the Clippers, the casuals might not know what you're rocking with because you're not walk, rocking with Kawhi Leonard. He will not play. Uh, Paul George is back, um, but, you, you know, not a lot of guys you know. I really like Terrence Mann for some reason. I think he's a good player. I seem to play him in DraftKings like every single night out of Florida State University. Obviously, you heard him play basketball uh, the last couple of years when he was at Florida State right here on ESPN 690. But um, it, it, I, I think it's a pick em. That's kind of what the odds are saying. I think the best player on the floor in the game is going to be on Minnesota, even though I like Paul George. How do you see this one playing out? Yeah, so this is an interesting matchup for me because I'm so excited by Minnesota this season. I think they got overshadowed a bit by Memphis um, and by, you know, what Luka did uh, with still, because Luka's like 24, I believe, as well, and the way that he's carried the Mavericks. I feel like they got overshadowed um, with the momentum that they have actually gotten into this season. I think they got like 46 wins or 45 wins, something like that. So I'm excited for them as a team. Anthony Edwards, you're right, is off the chart. He will disrespect you. He will yeah. dunk on your head. Yep. Um, and it's good to see that Cat is actually coming into his own. Yeah. Um, and he didn't leave Minnesota in order to do that. I mean, I'm all for players if they want to go places, but uh, I'm glad to see that he's doing that there. That being said, I know this isn't a popular pick, but give me playoff P. And give me the dude that Allen Iverson stepped over in the 2001 <laughs> NBA Finals for the one-game win. I wow. want Clippers. I want winners. I want winners. Thank you, Mike Singletary. I want winners, and I want Clippers. That being said, you know, can Minnesota win? Sure. <laughs> okay. A little emotional right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm I just, just saying, give me playoff P. I didn't see them coming. Um, let me ask you this then. Yeah. Cat. Edwards, Paul George, who's the best player on the floor? Oh. In my opinion. Cat. Yeah, I was, that's how I felt as well. Yeah. Um, but, Anthony, you're right. Anthony Edwards will disrespect you. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is also still a thing. So, yeah. Uh, I, this, this is a good one as well. Um, I, I really don't want to pick the same team as you. Um, even though I was going to pick the Clippers. Go ahead and go with the favorites. That's what you like to do. That's what you did on your Bro, I March Madness. I just picked Cleveland. Did you know March Madness? Ah, chalk. Ah, I call him Chalk Kurtz. Let's get this music in. Let's do that. Let's get Chalk Kurtz. You going to go with Minnesota? Nope. Give me the Clippers. Give me playoff P. Yeah. How you like that? Not good, huh? The Baylor Bears. Man. I don't know how comfortable I feel about that now. Man. Listen. Oh, oh, oh. That moment, that? that moment in history right there didn't play well into college football. They won. Playoff. They won. They just didn't get in. Yeah, they didn't get Whatever in. Whatever bowl so game that was, they there. got in. It Listen, definitely. Yeah, what? Give me Paul George. I like Paul George. I liked Paul George when he was a pacer. Mm. But I am excited to watch Anthony Edwards play. So I think they're both going to be good games. You got the Nets. You got the Clip. 
I got the Cavs, and apparently I also have the Clippers. You're so disrespectful to Minnesota, man. How could you do that? I can't make everybody happy. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, first of all, first, last of all, I guess, because we got to go to break. Look at you. Talk about the Lakers, how I'm disrespecting them. And then you go and pick the Clippers. How about being loyal to LeBron and his team? If the Clippers, number one, the Heat is my team. If the Clippers and Lakers were playing, I'd pick the Lakers. Because how do you bet against the best of all time? Because the they only won 33 games and they're not in the play. They ain't in the playoffs. That's why I didn't have to. LeBron pick is at home. He watching the game on TV with the rest of us. When we come back, I think we have a new segment. We'll roll that out on the other side. Action Sports Checks Overtime ESPN 690. Brand new. Wait. Mike Trout's hurt? I just got an alert on my phone. I told you I was going to get into that as fast as I could. Oh, man. He got scratched. The reason... Okay, he's not going on the injured list, but he's not playing tonight. Okay. All right. Well. Because that's your goat right there, man. Yeah, that is. The, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's your goat. That's what you said. Oh. I remember. Oh. It that was 2021. That is what I said. And you were like, Mike mm-hmm. Trout, better than Babe Ruth. Yes, I did. Mickey Mantle. Yes, I did. Willie Mays. Yes, I did. You name him, he's better. Stand by it. 100%. Well, then we can move on then. There's nothing else. He's but not I just wanna, he's your I goat. Just, I just want to correct you. He's not my goat. No, he is good. the goat. Oh, boy. He's everybody's goat <gasps> in the sport that America's pastime. He is the goat of America's pastime. Okay? Yeah, do it. Yeah. We'll see. Thank you, Mike. We'll see. Mike. That's what I call him. I don't call him Michael. Disrespectful to him. Okay. All right. So anyway, new segment that we were supposed to start two minutes ago that I that I messed up because Mike Trout threw me off. But here we go, Brian Middleton. What do we have on your creation of a new segment? All right, man. So first of all, Casey, like I was telling you in the break, the open is a work in progress. But we're calling this start bench remove from the face of the earth. So, Casey, the rules are very simple. You get three options. You choose the one that you rock with. That's the one you're going to start. Yep. Okay? Then you choose, for example. Okay. And then you choose one that you don't really rock with in the group of three, but you don't hate. Yeah. And that's the one that you're going to bench. Yeah, Mickey Mantle for sure. Well, well, I guess Willie Mays. I guess we know where Willie Mays is going. And and finally. No, no, no. Don't do that to me. And finally. One, you, the final one is uh, the one that you'd be fine never seeing again. Wish that it was never on the face of the earth. That's, if you could go back in the future like Marty McFly, you would make a change in order to make sure that it was never even born. So that's like Babe Ruth then. Or Ty Cobb. Or Ty Cobb. So you got me? You good? I got you. And like I said before uh, in the break, it's going to be a little tough maybe at times. So Yeah, hopefully the example you gave me in the break is not actually in here. No, no, no. I wouldn't do that. Uh, If I did, I would give you a heads up, and then you would tell me don't do that, and I'd be like, yeah, that's... that's, Because all three of those people listen to the show. (laughs) (laughs) One of them has four legs, but... Oh, man. I wish wish I could do it now just to hear the laughter. All right. um, So let's warm up with the easy one, okay, Casey? Mm Mm-hmm. The subject matter is food. Would you like oh. to take it or pass? Oh, I'm taking it. Please. Okay. Pizza, wings, oh. tacos. Oh. Um, 
uh, start the wings? Do I need to pause anywhere in here, or just if I know it, I'm, I'm working sure. through it. I feel like maybe maybe the last one, the one that you um, that you hate so much, there'll be sure. a sound effect. But you know, right now, no, I'll pause. All right, yeah, no we're fun. gonna start wings. Big fan of the wings. We are gonna bench pizza. I like pizza, but it's no wings, and we gotta get rid of tacos, bro. Wow. We gotta wow. go. Get rid of tacos. We gotta go. Yeah. Nah, bro. We gotta nah, go. Bro. Nah. I, I suck. Nah. Yeah, that's me. I. I I don't. I don't love them. Yeah. Okay. You know, like I. Yeah, I'll just leave it there. Mm. I don't love them. All right. Well, I mean, they, they ain't no wings. You know what I'm saying? I would eat wings every day of the week for all three meals. Wingstop. Just it. I'm not. Listen, I I did enough for Wingstop today. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Thanks to Mr. White, I gave them more than enough free advertising. I just eat wings in general. I like. I spread out where I buy my wings. As a matter of fact, I go all over the place. You gonna be all right? You you good? I don't know. I think <laughs> so I need wings for dinner. Are you comfortable with it? I'm comfortable. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna move into some of the real questions. All right. All right. Subject is good at what they do. You want to take it? You want to pass? Yeah, I want to take it. All right. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady. Okay. So, well done. I want to tell you. Yeah. Because my dad was listening when we organically got into that the other day, uh-huh. and he thought it was a world-class radio topic. So the fact that you went back to it is well done on your part, Brian Milt. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I, oh, goodness. I hate to do this because you are going to get so much satisfaction out of this. All right. When you look at the numbers and what's been close to done in these sports versus what these people did. <laughs> I'm going to have to start Wayne Gretzky. Uh-huh. I'm going to have to bench Tom Brady. Oh, no. And I'm going to I'm gonna have to get rid of Michael Jordan. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because, like, you, you can't really, like, after, like, diving deep into the stats, can't really make the argument that anyone's been better than Wayne Gretzky. Brady, nah, wow. you can't make the argument. There's at least an wow. argument in the NBA and Michael Jordan and LeBron James. So wow, <laughs> I have to do it, man. Wow, I have to be honest with myself. And Casey that's, that's Kerr said answer. that Michael Jordan should have never been born, y'all. Wow, I I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. I need a sound effect, and I don't have it yet. I'll be thinking it up. If you have an idea, drop it in the chat. So shoot us an email. Wow, Casey Kerr hates Michael Jordan. This is going right, to get out of hand. Yeah, it is. Next topic. Uh, cities in Florida. Oh, yeah. Give me that. Jacksonville. Uh-huh. Miami. Oh, yeah. Tampa. He about to do it again. No. I mean, I know which one I'm getting rid of. I don't. Um, oh, okay. These are my people, right? Jacksonville. Uh, you didn't. You, you said Tampa. I yeah. rock with Tampa, but you didn't say St. Pete. You didn't say that Bradenton. That's Sarasota. Don't do that. That 941. Don't do that. So. Okay. I'm going to start Jacksonville. All I'm right. going to bench Tampa, and Miami can my, – we could just saw off Miami, and it could be like an island. Okay. Them and Key West. All right. Hey, boys. That's how you want to play it? I got you. I'll make sure. All right. I've never You'll had a good time in Miami, not once. Every time I go there, it's traffic and overpriced wings. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Let's get back to a little bit more of the sporting broadcasting side. ESPN 690. You want to take it? You want to pass it? <laughs> That's the topic? Yeah. I'm passing it, bro. <laughs> okay. You're lucky we don't have much more time. We got like 30 seconds. So let's get to the final one right here. All I'm right? passing that, yeah. <clears throat> Florida Gator football teams. If you don't know, Casey is still a free agent, but his prior favorite college football team is the Florida Gators. So 
Florida Gator football team. Do you want to take this or do you want to? Oh, you don't have any more passes. You got to take, take it. it yeah. Okay. The 1996, 2006, or 2008 championship squad. Um. Okay, so this one's uh, all right. So I'm gonna start eight, bench six, face of the earth uh, ninety six. Wow, I wasn't alive. Yeah, you wild. Yeah, listen, it's it's one of those things where it's like wilding, kindergarten, but you wilding, boy. You wildin' right now, but that's cool. No, it's, just, it's your choice. It's just one of those things where it's like it's it's like I've been told that it's good. I've been told Babe Ruth was good. I didn't see it. I feel you. I was told they were good in '96. I've seen the highlights. They was all right, you I was, know. I know. I was told Michael Jordan was good in '96, and I'd be like, yeah, all right. I saw the last dance. Yeah, all right. I saw the Wizards. He was out there. No, but like '06 <laughs> and '08, like I saw it with like I have a connection to. It. Like I loved Tim Tebow. All right. So I mean. Yeah, man, I gotta I gotta go with Tim Tebow, Chris Leak, and the boys. All right, so Danny uh, Werfel. Uh, I'm trying to think of other people. Was Fred Taylor on that team? Um, Steve Spurrier. Hey, alive. look, yeah, look, coach, Spurrier. look, ball coach. Listen, wish you were never here. Wish you never came to Gainesville. This is gonna wish be, you didn't build the swamp. This is wish you didn't set the foundation yeah. for Urban and Tim Tebow and Chris Leak. Wasn't Channing Crowder on there too? All right, man. Uh, it's uh, 48 after the hour, so. Yeah, we'll hit that break, but I can tell this is a segment every single Monday that I'm going to make less and less friends out of. After I keep, yeah, well, you did a good job setting that one up, so we'll have to see how that plays out. Every Monday right here on Overtime on ESPN 690, one segment to go, a confusing topic that Brian Middleton found and is, I'm confused about as well. He'll have to explain it to me, but now a team has no players left and it's not LSU basketball. We talk about that on the other side, Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. Couple minutes to go on a Monday. Action Sports Jacks overtime. ESPN 690. No Jumbo Shrimp Baseball tonight. They are on the way to Durham to take on the Bulls um, tomorrow through Sunday. Those games will be all this week starting at 620. So me and Brian Middleton will take you up until 620. Obviously, Brent and Austin will take you from 3 to 6. And then we'll hand off to Scott Kornberg and the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp Baseball. Shrimp did not get off to a great start. Only one win on the homestand. But they'll try to fix that in Durham, uh, the AAA affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays, otherwise known as the boys. Rays are in action right now against Oakland at in St. Pete at the Trop. 0-0, zero, zero, some other scores. Um, if you're interested, Red Sox and the Tigers are tied at 1. That's embarrassing for the Red Sox. Uh, this is even more embarrassing, though. The Orioles beat the Brewers 2 nothing. So Austin Lane probably not going to show his face tomorrow. Uh, Rangers up on the Rockies right now. And the Guardians of Cleveland, formerly a different team, but the Cleveland Guardians, a 10-7 win over the Royals today. Um, before we go to this story that Brian Middleton has found that a team with no players, um, which is fascinating that we'll get into, but I do want to say this, uh, rest up to the man, Dwayne Haskins, uh, terrible situation in South Florida. Um, a life cut too short. Absolutely. Uh, anytime somebody that young of that age passes away tragically, it's obviously sad. It does not make it any more sad that it's Dwayne Haskins just cause he's in, uh, the public eye, but it's still incredibly sad. Somebody lost their son, um, and friends lost their one of their friends. We saw the video from Chase Claypool, which was absolutely just uh, heart wrenching. So, do want to mention that. Obviously, 
Um, a lot of things happened about that when the news was being broke. I'm not going to break that down for you. Austin Lane did that, and he did it better than I can do it. You can find that on the podcast, Hour One. Towards the end, just search Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690, wherever you get your podcast. But, uh, yeah, terrible situation, Brian Middleton. Um, and you probably have a little bit different perspective than I do because me and Dwayne Haskins are relatively the same age. So, I, I mean, I feel it, obviously, but you're a little bit older, so you can probably feel it in a little different way. Yeah, and I'm trying to think about um, who has when I was, like, around that age. So I'm trying to think, but, you know, like seven or, or eight years ago, uh, and I'm, I'm probably just drawing a blank. Um, but, yeah, whenever you have somebody that young, and especially, like, in your shoes when they're your age, yeah. I think it – I think most people just question um, – First, you have the question of why, and then you kind of have uh, selfishly, unfortunately, uh, you you look at like what am I doing? Like, am I taking advantage of all the opportunities that I have in front of me? Because I think one thing that most people would agree on, regardless of how you feel about how Washington went for you know Dwayne Haskins, he took advantage for uh, take it took advantage of most of his opportunities because I mean he was a quarterback in the NFL, yeah, you know, and um, I. That doesn't give a lot of solace right now, um, but I think that at some point it will for hopefully, you know, his friends and his family. Not that he was a quarterback in the NFL, but that he did seem to embrace life. He did seem to take advantage of a lot of opportunities while he was here. And so, yeah, you just, you know, thoughts and prayers, and um, uh, it's sad to see. So, yeah. No, absolutely. Didn't mean to cut you off there, but, um, yeah, it's it's sad. So rest easy. Dwayne Haskin, prayers up to the family who uh, will now mourn the loss of their son, which is absolutely tragic. Uh, on a Monday, we don't want to leave you with that hard news, but um, Brian Middleton found this situation going on, I believe, at Grambling State University. Is that right? What? Why they got no players? What sport is it? Why is there no players on the team? This ain't LSU. No, yeah, well, really quick. It's uh, the volleyball team, the women's volleyball team. Okay. Got a new coach. Coach ran him through. I believe it was two or three practices and said, you know what? None of y'all, not a one, uh, which is just crazy. And, again, I know we're running up on the end of it. But uh, one article said that it was 19 players. Another one is now stating that um, because a few players quit, that she didn't technically cut all 19 players. But <laughs> she did have or she does have other players waiting to come in from, I think, prior teams. Okay. So... I think it's just uh, it's crazy. Um, I posted on my social media that, you know, make sure you tell your student athletes that they probably already know um, that, you know, four-year scholarships aren't guaranteed. Yep. You know, it's, a, year, it's a yearly deal. You got to perform. But this is why I'm glad that there's a portal now and that kids have NIL deals. And that, Now, this is an extreme case, Casey. Yeah. But good. I'm so glad that they have that now because this is outlandish. Those uh, young ladies that were dependent on that scholarship, and she cut them after they could go into the portal for this upcoming season. So wow. they're basically out of luck. So anyway. just to make sure I have this right, some quit, but she, the coach of the team, cut all of her players that did not quit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it, there's nobody on the roster as <laughs> when I last checked, but apparently she has, like, a bunch of people that want to come into, you know, and transfer for maybe, like, prior schools. Why Why does this keep happening? Nobody has any players. Like, I guess the LSU players all quit. How you cut the whole team? Man, we got games to play. Good Lord, what a story. 
What a story. Uh, good finding that, Brian Middleton. Uh, real quick, if we're talking about transfer portals in college and all these things, uh, shout-out to the boy Marcus Stokes of Nice High School heading to Penn State. He committed there. Uh, the quarterback um, will be heading to Penn State as it currently stands. Tweeted a couple days ago, my recruitment is shut down. I am 107% Penn State football. So shout-out to Marcus Stokes. He, 107, is that, like... Yeah. Unique to Penn State? What is that? I'm not sure what that is. But okay. nonetheless, Nice High School quarterback will be heading to Penn State. So shout out congrats. to him. Yeah, congrats for sure. We are done on a Monday. We'll rock with you tomorrow for a little bit before Jumbo Shrimp Baseball. We're back at 3. Austin, Brennan, myself, me and Brian after that. We'll talk to you then. Have a good night. I want to eat a spicy chicken in my Tesla. <laughs> is it too much to ask? Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.